The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This podcast is brought to you by Eric Lanier. He's the founder of Higher Impact Financial. He is San Diego born and raised. He's a Mount Carmel High School grad as well, and he's a huge Padres fan. And his mission is to align his clients' values and passions with their finances. With so many ideas and noise about how to manage finances well, it can get overwhelming. You need a tailored approach to your big financial goals, and you need a professional who is 100% for you. Because Eric is a fiduciary, he will only make recommendations that truly make sense for you and are in your best interests. He specializes in retirement planning for individuals and couples who are looking to retire in five years or less and are looking for retirement income analysis. Eric will help you put together a plan by looking at your 401k, pension, social security, and more to make sure you're on track to retirement. Along with that, if you're a new family trying to figure out financial planning and investing, Eric can help you too, whether it's figuring out how to manage your debt, paying for college for your kids, or improving your cash flow. Eric's process is designed to give you confidence and a path forward to make progress with your finances. Call Eric at 951-383-3033. Write that number down, 951-383-3033. That's how you can schedule a free phone or Zoom consultation. Advisory services are offered through WealthTech Partners, a registered investment advisor that only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. All right, Padres fans, we're with you. Uh, we were with you for four hours on the radio this afternoon. If you're a Padres fan, it doesn't get more disappointing than this. It just doesn't. Um, it's honestly uh, surreal. It's nightmarish. Yeah, you win a game, but you lose the war. I mean, um, everything that's transpired since 4 o'clock Pacific is uh, is an absolute disaster. It is, is truthfully what it is. I mean, that's absolutely what it is. We're going to get into it with you over the next 60 minutes at least. We see the quotes rolling in right now from the players. Players are upset. The organization is upset. Tatis has taken no accountability. It's deja vu all over again. So John and Jim with you here on the wrap-up show. Please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. Um, Just please do that for us. It means a lot to us, so please do that. Uh, Please get the Supers in. That's a great way to support this channel. There's going to be a zillion comments, so please get the Supers in. We'll get to all the Supers by clicking that dollar sign down below. 
Uh, please smash the like button for us tonight. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Jim, we literally just spoke, you know, 90 minutes ago on the radio. It, it's only getting worse, in my opinion. Um, it's been a really troubling day. I don't know fully what to believe other than this. He violated the policy. The players know what the policy is. He will be labeled as a uh, a guy that failed this test for forever. It's changed the narrative on his career for forever. And he's not going to help this 2022 team. And it's just it's just absurdly disappointing is what it is. So I'm just seeing all the quotes now from the clubhouse. Yep. Very, very telling. So mm-hmm. the first one from Mike Clevenger, who was a starter tonight, pitched really well. Yeah. Five innings, one run. They didn't need him to go longer yeah. than that because they're beating the shit out of the Nationals. So he said, it's the second time we've been disappointed with him. And you hope he grows up and learns from this and learns that it's about more than just him right now. And then you hear from Joe Musgrove, one of the leaders of this team, if not the main leader of this team with Manny Machado. He said, he's a young kid. He's going to learn his lessons or whatnot. But ultimately, I think you got to start showing a little bit of remorse and you got to start showing us that you're committed to it and you want to be here. Mm. That to me, and along with Preller's comments earlier in the day, like, very telling, dude. Very telling. That but, but what, the team let me ask this you this. What, what is it? Yeah, I'm with you. I completely agree. I, I mean, is there – I just wrote back to something Darren posted earlier, and I, I, I truly feel this way. And there's a long time between year two and year 14 of this deal. Yeah. If you have a rocky relationship in year two, yeah. I mean, I personally have a really hard time envisioning they get anywhere near year 14 of this deal. I mean, that's how I feel right now in the moment. Now, do I think he can provide ridiculous value for this team on field in the future? I still do. I really do believe that. But do I think that this player is someone that's capable of being the leader that um, can be the guy to lead this team to the first World Series championship in city history with the actions he's taken? I just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people change. He's 23 years of age, but he's not 16 years of age. Like his actions have spoken louder than his words. And now it's put up a shut up time. And I don't even know what that means, Jim, because what are they going to do? I mean, they can't void this contract. If he viol- if he, if this happens again, if he gets hurt again, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. I really don't. Well, it's like, there, there might honestly also be things happening behind the scenes and in the club, clubhouse that we don't see that that is resulting in these such harsh comments and quotes from Preller and from the players. Like, this isn't something – if Tatis was beloved in that clubhouse, do you think that these guys are saying what they're saying? I mean, this this is a lot of, like, maturity issues and needs-to-grow-up comments and – we can't trust you. It's hard to trust you. And you got to think about the team instead of yourself. And this goes right back to the Machado and Tatis at his incident last year in St. Louis. The main thing was, this is not about you. This is about the team. That's what the whole message was when, Ta- when Machado was getting in Tatis's face in St. Louis. And it's carried into this year, it seems like. And it's gone right into this, this suspension and, and you know getting popped for steroids that this again is seems like it's about you more than it is about the team. And well, why would they have? And, and let me ask you this, Jim. I mean, why would the players have his back? He hasn't played for this team in a year, 
And that's his fault. You say, well, he got hurt. Well, yeah, he got hurt and didn't disclose it. He cost himself three months. So there was that. And then this steroid thing is completely on him. I don't care what the statement says. And I don't care if it's if it's accurate or not. I don't. These players know better. They know better. Uh, I don't find it to be entirely factual. I don't think A.J. Preller does either. Look at his quotes tonight. That's his story. So give me a break. I mean, this player has let down a city. <laughs> I mean, he was and on cloud just- nine. To go from where he was to where he is. I mean, not just a city. Like, it it goes deeper than that, dude. Like, how many kids looked up to this guy? Yeah, a lot. I mean, you know how many kids thought of that? He, like, this guy is their superhero, and they, you know, bought all the jerseys. Everyone knows. My three year old told them because my wife told him, he told me when I got home. Tatis took bad medicine. Tatis took bad medicine. He's not going to be able to play. Like, I mean, that's like, that's great. He's three. I mean, of course, eight-year-olds and 12-year-olds and 14-year-olds. I mean, what are you supposed to tell your kids when your idols let you down? It's just, it's honestly, it's what it is. Honestly, what it is out of Tatis is absurd selfishness and it's ridiculous behavior. To sign a $340 million deal and be so selfish to do something like this, you don't, he would never need this in a million years. That, that's the irony in all this. None of these players that end up taking this stuff, they don't need to be anywhere near this stuff. This guy is a one of one million player. All right. I mean, it- listen, maybe, maybe he did it, Jim, and the with the idea, well, I need to get back. I need to help my team. I, I'm not healing the way I should be healing. You're not helping anyone, dude. You're not helping anyone mm-hmm. by taking and, risks like this. And like, I'll go a step further. It's not just the, steroids that he took it's now his actions when he got caught after the fact this statement man and hearing from preller and reading those quotes in dennis's article about well that's his story and who knows if if tatis has even reached out and and contacted uh preller i I mean honestly he he hadn't as of this afternoon of of around four o'clock around what is it it was like five o'clock and Tatis had known pre- prior, at least earlier in the day. We know that. Well, that's because he was on his way back to San Diego. Exactly. I mean, so we know that. So, um, you know, the whole thing with the actions after the fact just, again, scream immaturity. How could – and I don't, I don't know if he has or not. I don't know. But if he hasn't called Peter Seidler yet, who, who has to just be crushed – crushed you know peter he his he has put so much of his heart into this team to the point where he's just spending money left and right because he wants them to win so badly for the fan base and for the city and then the guy that is the one of the faces of the franchise or if not the face of the franchise does something like this to but break your trust again and then who knows if he's even called to reach out to him. If if the only thing that has got to Seidler and Preller is from this, this statement. Representation. That, well, no, no. They heard from his representation. Or, or representation. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, it, it really is. And we're going to get to these Supers in a moment. Keep them coming. We're going to get to all the Supers. John and Jim with you. As you make your way in, please subscribe. It's the wrap-up show. We follow every game. Padres won tonight, um, thankfully. And they had Nate run inning. And once, so I mean – Juan Soto, this was supposed to be about Juan Soto tonight. 
And Tatis completely ruined that. This is supposed to be about Juan Soto and his return to D.C. Um, remember, the calculation when you trade for Juan Soto, Jim, is it Soto, Machado, Tatis for three playoff runs. That's what we were told. Yes. So what that happened was, was Peter was Seidler, Peter Seidler and A.J. Preller had faulty information because of Fernando Tatis Jr. And now it's cost them at least one of those playoff runs because you're not going to have that big three combination. And, you know, that's solely on Tatis. I mean, the idea that Seidler could go that far all in without having all of the information available to him, and now you're without this player. Truth is, the Padres roster without Tatis is not the best roster in baseball. Not to say they can't win the World Series, but the truth is they need that player. Everyone knows that. We know what he's capable of, and they don't have that player. And now it's going to be 18, 19 months without being on a baseball field. Just incredible. All right, let's get to these supers. Matthew, thank you. He says, imagine the riots in the gas lamp this evening if Preller hadn't made the trade deadline moves he did. Winning streak is three. Let's go. That's right. They've won three straight. Listen, Milwaukee lost tonight. When you think about what's going on on field, we need to think about the 26 players in that clubhouse. I mean, the the, the train's not stopping. Nope. The season's going on. Nope. Uh, it's a burn the ships moment. Maybe the adversity makes this group tighter. That's all a possibility. I don't think it's 2021 all over again. I just don't think it is. Do I think it makes it harder to win a World Series, if I'm being honest? Yeah, I do. I think it's harder to win a World Series without Fernando Tatis Jr., and I don't think that's a hot take. You're right. The the, it, the chances of them winning a World Series go up with, with Tatis on the team, no doubt about mm -hmm. it. But, you know, just because Tatis did this and just because Tatis is out for the remainder of the season and suspended into next season – not only are they not stopping, we're not stopping. Nobody in this organization is stopping for Tatis. This is not a woe is me moment. This is a we're moving on without you moment. And galvanizing moment. You could you mentioned that today on the radio. Like this could be a galvanizing moment where it's could like, be. you know what? We know he's a great player, but at the end of the day, we don't need him. We can go and we can win this whole fucking thing because we have the pieces here. And Preller made these moves at the deadline that you know, even without Tatis gives us a pretty good shot to win the world series. And I'll just say this, cause I see some people in the chat talking about like the first moment that AJ Preller and this organization found out about Fernando Tatis jr. And the steroid suspension and everything was today. There was no prior knowledge because there could no be, be no prior knowledge because of how this steroid testing and, and the drug policy works in major league baseball. For 20 Once. years, it's been set up like this. It's through a third party. Yep. It's mm -hmm. done separate from the club, so the clubs yep. can't interfere. Yep. The, the, the players the, receive the results. Maybe the teams yeah. do as well. I mean, but honestly, we all found out pretty much around when the they time. found out. They found maybe a couple hours later. Yeah. But like that is when we all found out, was when the team found out. So there's no conspiracy here of why Preller made these moves at the deadline. The, move, oh. the moves made, made at the deadline were in were with Tatis in the vision, not exactly. because it thought I wasn't gonna hear because of steroids. So I don't want to hear any of that conspiracy stuff. It's not true. It's fake news. An another thing too with the with the I don't know. Did you see? I got, I got a bunch of people DMing me about his mom posting a picture of his neck. Yeah, I saw that. The, yeah, but I don't, that doesn't warm. explain taking an and I uh, whatever it's called. It doesn't explain taking the steroid. It doesn't because. <laughs> Because there's yeah. topicals that don't have the steroids. You could still ask anyone. Major League yeah. players know they have to go through trainers and they have to go through teams. And I know there was a lockout. I don't care. He could have gotten the proper information. It's on him, hey, right? I mean, you you took yeah. an anti, whatever, what are they called? Um, 
anabolic steroid for ringworm. Dude, I've had ringworm. You go to CVS yeah. and you buy the $9 cream and there's no steroid in it. Hey, I need – give me one second. Take over. I need to get something from the front door, okay? All right. I think your internet's bad also. Um, okay. Uh, Rome loves Dan. Thank you for your support of this channel. Thank you for uh, the super. We greatly appreciate it. If you have a comment, make sure to get that in below. We'll try to get to it as well. We're getting to all the supers here tonight. So thank you guys, John and Jim with you. Disappointing day. Padres do win. That's the encouraging part. Um, I, there's a lot of frustration towards Tatis. Not, not that he can't, um, you know, it's not that he can't impact this organization in a positive way. It's not that he's not going to get a standing ovation the next time he homers for this club. I mean, just disappointing. Another disappointing moment out of Tatis, and there have been a number of them over the last 12 months. Um, Solo Dolo, thank you. I, I saw it. I, I saw that on Instagram. I don't think ringworm excuses testing positive for a steroid. I, I don't equate the two things. I mean, we, we're all human beings. We've all had different aches and pains and ailments and ringworms. I've never heard of taking some type of steroid for ringworm and then i saw all kinds of doctors getting involved in this they said it's it's it's, it doesn't make any sense that's not the treatment for ringworm so maybe you had ringworm but that's not the treatment for ringworm and i'm not the doctor but there's a zillion people that have said that here today so i just find it very curious and really i mean if it is a mistake it's a stupid mistake and if it's more than a mistake and it was done with intent it's even worse. But either way, it's never going to be a good look. And the narrative is always going to be what you can never change the narrative. He's tested positive for steroids. That will define him from now until the day he retires. This sport, there is no sport that, you know, that you can't test positive for steroids in this sport and pretend like that's not impactful on your legacy and career. I mean, it's defined every player's career that's ever tested positive. It's impossible to escape. This is a player that we thought was going to have a statue contract and end up in Cooperstown with a bust. You don't end up in Cooperstown when you test positive for steroids. You just don't. Not in this sport. You know, unfortunately, that's how it works. I think we all know that. All right, uh, Nick, thank you. We appreciate uh, the super. Thank you guys for hanging out and the supers. He says uh, Tatis got booed. Uh, Tatis gets booed wherever he plays again. Yes, I don't think so, honestly. I mean, I don't think so. I think Tatis will be welcomed back with open arms. There's a long time between now and May of 2023. There'll be a level of anger and madness and disappointment. And eventually there will be that forgiving period. And this is a spectacular player. That's a one in 1000, one in 100,000. He's a unicorn individual. I think he's going to help this team win. And I think he's going to do it in the quote unquote near term. At some point in 2023, he'll be fully healthy, hopefully from the rest. Shoot. Maybe he takes care of his shoulder as well. And maybe there'll be some trying moments for Tatis. He's not going to be the beloved figure he once was in this city. He'll never be Tony Gwynn in this city, in my opinion. But there's still a lot of things in front of a Fernando Tatis Jr. and this organization, like a World Series championship. Can they win that with Tatis? Can they win it without him, like this year in 2022? Um, but there's a lot for Tatis to accomplish. And there's a lot of good I think he can still bring to this organization. But if things go sideways, if there's more injury-riddled seasons, if he's an ineffective player based on what we saw previously, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it could get bad. It could get bad for Fernando Tatis Jr., but I think he will be embraced. A lot of these players that have tested positive previously are embraced in their city, maybe not nationally in baseball. But, no, I don't think he'll be forever branded in San Diego because of this moment. That's my personal opinion. Maybe you guys disagree. I think, ultimately, he'll be welcomed back with open arms eventually and ultimately just not today and look at the quotes from AJ Preller and look at the quotes from this um 
this clubhouse as well. So thank you, Nick. Uh, thank you, Caleb, for the super chat and for your membership as well. Uh, he says that AJ should pick up Trevor Bauer to mentor Tatis. No, no, that is not a good idea. That's not a good idea. And listen, I mean, you can pretend as if other people have a level of accountability. Maybe they do. I mean, maybe the people he surrounds himself with aren't the people he should be surrounding himself with. Maybe there's some accountability elsewhere. I don't know. But at the end of the day, we all know this, guys. They've been testing players post-steroid era for 20 years. Guys don't test positive by and large. This doesn't happen every single day. These guys know if they if they're taken, they're going to get caught. It's hard to avoid this. Now, you know, it would be speculation. I'm wondering if he's thinking, hey, I'm not playing. I had my late March test. I'm sidelined. I want to get back onto the field sooner. I'm not getting tested because I'm not playing. And I'm going to take some chances, you know. And I don't know if that's ultimately what he did. I don't know if he got bad information. I don't know if he made a mistake. I don't know if he did it with intent. I know what his statement says, but I know that there's been other times where he's been deflecting and untruthful, in my opinion, in the last 12 months, including with the motorcycle. So if he wasn't fully um, trustworthy six months ago, I'm supposed to believe everything he said today in his players union statement. I just, you know, listen, I mean, I'm not that naive. I'm just not. I cannot back him with 100% certainty. I can't just say everything is on someone else. This isn't on Tatis. Let's blame everyone. I'm tired of the excuses. And Padres fans are tired of the excuses. And he just jeopardized this team's chance of winning a World Series in 2022. He did that. Not you guys. Not A.J. Preller. Not Peter Seidler. Not Mike Clevenger, who's working his ass off to get back from Tommy John. He did that. Jared, thank you for the super. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, we're just getting started here on the wrap-up show. I have no idea where Jim went. Theoretically, he'll be back. Um, all right, so Jared says, before you all say the same ridiculous statement, he has a no-trade clause. They can't just trade him. Yeah, we said that all day on the radio. I think it's accurate, Jared. I don't think they can void this contract. I think they may have had an opportunity potentially to do it after the motorcycle situation because maybe that was a violation of the terms of his deal. At the time, it didn't make any sense to, to void his contract. Why would you get rid of this 23-year-old player because even – He's got a significant injury, but he's going to miss maybe a year of time. I mean, you thought the upside was so significant. Now, I know you can't void a contract over a suspension because of PEDs. That's a collectively bargained agreement. They just don't pay him. He's been suspended. You can't you can't void a contract because he's been suspended for PEDs. Why would the players agree to that? So he can't have his contract voided. Um, he cannot be traded. He could ask for a trade. I don't see that as highly likely. I really don't. Um, so I think he's going to be here. And I think ultimately in the long run, that's going to be a good thing. I really do believe that, but, um, yeah, he's not going to have his contract voided. I'm not even an advocate avoiding his contract. I think he's got a lot still to bring to this organization in years, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. I mean, that's five years just through 28. And he's got five. Uh, he's got more than that. Obviously he could be good through 34. He could be Hall of Fame caliber through age 34 or playing at that elite level. So, you know, I'm not an advocate avoiding his contract. Now, is there a way for the Padres to do it because of the motorcycle situation? I don't know the answer to that. I really don't. But I, I don't think they're I don't think we're at that point, but I've been wrong before. Uh, Jim, are you back? Hi. So I don't like being on this side. What's up, man? Issues over here. What's going on? Uh, Grubhub's a piece of shit. 
That's what I mean. uh, Can you read this super and then I'll get to Mark after this super? Uh, Silent treatment. No booze, no cheers, silence. That's it. returns. That's a heavy treatment. (laughs) I mean, just like everyone just turns his back. Everyone turns their back on him. See, I was saying, Jim, I was saying, listen, this isn't like, I think he's going to be received positively when he returns. I don't think this is grounds for termination of a contract. I think he can still make positive contributions. I just think his career has forever been altered. I don't think there's going to be, I mean, no play. Am I wrong, Jim, in saying this? Any player that's tested positive in the um, PED era has never ended up in the Hall of Fame. Is that right? No, never. Yeah, so that, that's over and done with. Yep. Um, so unless the narrative changes over the next 20 years. And that's and by the way, he's got to be in the field. I mean, he's nowhere even near a statue in San Diego, let alone the Hall of Fame. He's played 237 games. It's going to be 24 next year. Right. So there's nobody in the Hall of Fame with 1,000 games as a position player. So he's got no. a lot of work to do just to impact this team. Um, and he has a lot. I mean, first order of business. I don't know if you talk like, I think the first order of business is repairing the trust that is completely True. lost within this organization. From well, let me ask you this. How do you do the it? Bottom. How do you do it? If you're Tatis, if you're Tatis, what's, what's your first order of business? Seriously. Um, well, first order of business is, is making the phone calls making the fucking phone call and not sending your representatives <laughs> to talk to Preller. Um, mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, admitting your mistakes. This whole ringworm thing could be the case, could be, could not be the case, but you have two paths. You admit you cheat or you stand by the story that a lot of people don't buy. But the funny thing is he did admit, because if the story was fully 100% buttoned up, why wouldn't you appeal? I mean, why, why can't he come? He should have come out. We talked about this. He would have get, he would have got more respect, at least from us. And we don't, we don't matter who the fuck are we. Accepted accepted it. If he like, look, I screwed up. I, I wanted so desperately to be back as fast as possible to help this team win because of how, how much I missed the game of baseball. I did something that I should not have done. I take full responsibility for it. I apologize to the players, the front office, fans. AJ, Peter, the fans. Um, I, I should not have done what I've done. I take full responsibility. And by no means do my actions um, warrant any type of excuse because they don't. Yeah. And I would have been, honestly, I would have given him a lot of credit for saying that. It wouldn't excuse what happened. We all would be disappointed, upset, angered, and frustrated. But it would begin the process of maybe saying, you know what? Maybe there's a moment, maybe something went off, something clicked where he's at a point where he's willing to take accountability and understand it's not about you. It's about the team and it's about others. I mean, they entrusted you to perform for this team. That's why they gave you $340 million. What have you done since signing that deal? You've gotten hurt on a motorcycle. You lied about that. You've taken steroids. Arguably you haven't been 100% trustworthy there. Look at the GM. That's not me saying that AJ Preller said that's his story. Yeah. So what's the, he conveying when he says that? Do you Gosh, think anyone's frustrating? Do you think any, I mean, honestly, it's like, it doesn't sound like many people believe what he said. Who fully believes it? A hundred percent. It's accurate. I'm not saying there's no truth in there. Maybe some of it is accurate, but some of it, in my opinion, is not. I could be wrong. AJ Preller happens to agree with me. I feel as if the players and the ownership probably agrees with me as well. 
Yeah. That's my guess. And I think that um, you just go back to the motorcycle incident and he lied about that. Right. But until yeah, he yeah. lied and he lied about it until he got caught. And when he got caught is when they show up, he showed up to spring training, took an MRI of his wrist, saw it was broken and he came clean. Remember how downplayed that was when the motorcycle accident happened? And he's like, I didn't get in an accident. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was no, no, it was very minor. Very minor. Minor, very, very minor. He's very, like, it yeah, was nothing. so minor that you've missed a year because of your wrist. One year, man. So one year. This isn't the first time where he has bent the truth to make it so he doesn't look as bad. Mm-hmm. And by the out, way, sorry. go on. No, what were you saying? Oh, I forget. What are you going to, I don't know. I was going to say, by the way, we read that article today on the radio. I don't know how accurate it is, but basically there was an article from a like sports medicine doctor that said when you take anabolic steroids, that slows bone healing. So if he was taking anabolic steroids, it kind of explains that this is taking longer than the Padres envisioned. This was supposedly a three-month injury, maybe four. It's five. He wasn't even forget about the suspension here. He was not back in five months. The earliest he was coming back was Thursday. That's August 18th. That would have been five months and four days after his surgery. Why? Five months and four days for an injury that we were told was a three-month injury with a 23-year-old? What's the full story there? I don't know, man. I'm not. You don't know. I know. We're not doctors. No, we're not doctors. I I can't do anything. It's just, it was just a whole, just a weird, weird thing that, all of a sudden, Tatis is in San Diego today. And you're makes like, no what? Sense. It makes no sense. Let's and... get to Mark Nimitz. Okay. <laughs> uh, as we're like 30 minutes in. All right. We need to thank our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, for his support of the wrap-up show, Auto Home, Renner's Life, Earthquake Insurance Needs. Mark is your guy. There's a link down below for his website. He's a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. The second this broke, I got like seven texts from Mark Nimitz. He's as disappointed as anyone is. We all are. Um, if you want to save $750 on your insurance, you get in contact with Mark Nimitz. If you want to talk about the Padres and Fernando Tatis Jr., you get in contact with Mark Nimitz. I have my homeowners and my earthquake insurance with Mark. He's got great service, great communicator. Again, if you support this channel and you want to support a local business, please consider supporting Mark Nimitz. When you have insurance needs and you want to save money, we can all save money. We all want to do that. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. There is a link down below. Yeah, all his information is above my head. Mnimitz of FarmersAgent.com. That's Mnimitz of FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Machado did comment. Um, yeah, what did he say? I'm pulling it up right now. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I list kind of hard here, honestly. Yep. And in it's on i mean it's just it's hard to hear he's disappointed i don't i don't see any quotes from any from anybody tweeted um but i would guess that it's the same sentiment from that clevenger and musgrove had like this is kind of unbelievable and the dude needs to grow up and um he let down the team you just wonder where you go from here this is year two of a 14 year deal and where and do Car- you go from here? And someone in the chat, Car Zombie Eatery, makes a good point. He was still making only five million dollars this year. Like his salary didn't get bumped up to thirty till next season. Remember, it was like he's only four- going to get. He's only missing two million bucks out of three hundred forty million. 
Hold on one second. Sorry. What are you doing? All right, so let me get to E-Racing with Dale, who says, uh, I love Tatis, but this is horrible. We needed him as a city. The Padres need him. I know he's young, but this is so disappointing. Dale, I, I think 99% of Padres fans agree with that sentiment. I think that's how 99% of Padres fans feel, that it's disappointing, it's maddening. Uh, he's let us down. He's let his teammates down. He's let ownership down. Now, how do you deal with the weight of that now on your shoulders? Now, it's his doing. It was his mistakes. He's the one that made these mistakes. Um, so how does he deal with that? Because clearly he doesn't deal well with these issues. He's always deflecting and not trying to take accountability or blame. How does he deal with this? I mean, the weight of his city is now on his shoulders. I mean, everyone has pitchforks out. And he's going <laughs> to respond favorably to this? I just... I don't know how he's going to respond to this. He has never had anyone doubt him, essentially, in his career. He went from the chosen one to the, to a scarlet letter. I, mean, I just I'm curious to see how he responds. I mean, is he going to be the same player when we see him in 2023, 19 months later, or will he be a different player because of what's between the years? It's a mental it game. <laughs> Hold on a second. There we go. There we go. Sorry. Um, yeah, you go. Yeah, the the thing with Tatis is how is he going to respond to this? Because he is now he's gone from the face of baseball to the face of baseball in the worst way. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. From overnight, he went from everybody's Gatorade favorite, and everybody's favorite yeah. player, and now he's the poster child for steroids. I mean, whatever he does, like whenever he hits a home run next, whenever he does anything good, yep. especially on the road, <laughs> on the road. I mean, you'll I never mean, live it down. Not at Dodger Stadium, not in San Francisco, ooh. not anywhere. Good luck. Good luck at Dodger Stadium. I mean, what the F? I mean, it's going right, to be Matt, a shit show. Matt, thank you for the super. He says, uh, can he be around the team and in the dugout the rest of the season? The answer nope. to that is no. Can he no. participate in the WBC in the spring? The answer to no. that is no. Still want him to develop as a player. He can play in spring training, although he will not be eligible once the team breaks spring training next year um, through 80 games. Now, what does that mean? The postseason, luckily, is included. It's actually not an 80-game suspension for Fernando Tatis Jr. at 74 because he was not playing these next six games. So he wasn't going to be on the field tonight regardless. So, I mean, that's not really a silver lining, but he wasn't going to play these six games. It doesn't appear in Washington or Miami. I look at it as a 74-game suspension. Now, if they make a run in October, he could be back very soon in April of 2023. If they play 15 games in October, he'll be gone for two weeks, two and a half weeks. If they don't make the postseason or two and Q, two games and out, he's going to miss 30 games. 30. I mean, that's it's 20% of the year. I mean, it's a sizable. 30 games means you're starting your season May 1st. Yeah. For him... He better hopes his team wins the World Series without him. Yeah, because, because that cuts into that allows him back. Yep, allows at least you know more time off the office thing. Like he better hope this team plays like twenty five games in the postseason. I don't even know it's, that's sweet. Seven, seven, 14, seven. 19, 22 is the most, and that's with everything going full. So I mean, in an amazing scenario, Jim, they play 15, 16, 17 games. That's incredible. Yeah, And then he has 15, 16, 17 games to start 2023, which really isn't a crazy number at that point. Right. All right. You know. So, yeah, Hector Gomez. Yep. He's pretty tied in. He knows he's he's got a lot of stuff right. He's gotten stuff wrong. 
But there's one thing that we know, and it's truth. He's tied in. Yeah, he right? seems to be tied in with the Dominican-born players, right? So this is what um, Hector Gomez posted. Um, and this is kind of crazy. All right. Um, the testing on Fernando Tatis Jr. was carried out at the end of March, where he tested positive for clostebol a substance to heal wounds after his accident in the Dominican Republic. He began using the cream to hide the accident. Um, That would make sense, by the way. A source confirmed to me that Fernando Tatis Jr.'s anti-doping test occurred at the end of March, where he tested positive for cholesterol, a substance to heal wounds after his motorcycle accident in the DR. He started using the ointment to hide the accident. This medication is common in the pharmacies in in the country. Major League Baseball just waited until he started playing to suspend him. The guys cannot be uh, medicated by just anyone. In Major League Baseball, there is a 24-7 phone line with your team doctor. Tragic news from the Dominican Republic Baseball. The suspension is 80 games, blah, 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 blah. But hold on. His statement, which is from the Players Union, says he tested negative March 29th. It specifically says that. I would think that might actually be a public knowledge. Like... The fact that he took a test, he either tested negative or positive March 29th. He says he tested negative. And so does the Players Union, per that statement. And also, Jim, let me ask you this. If he tested positive March 29th, why would they allow him to begin his rehab? Why wouldn't he have been shut down the second he began a rehab stint? Here's what Manny said. Quote, he hasn't been part of our team all year, and we've gotten to Mm -hmm. this We've gotten this far without him. We were waiting to get him back and hopefully be a spark plug for the team. But we've been doing it all year. Just continue doing it. Same message continues since day one. Continue to believe in the guys that we have here. I think we have the guys to get where we want to be. Obviously, with the trade deadline and with what we did there, we reinforced the team and made the team a lot better. So just continue to keep playing as a team. We'll still have the same goal, which is try to make the World Series and try to bring a championship to San Diego. Well, not exactly like uh, sympathetic for Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> it, it, like <laughs> translation, translation um, forget him. He's not a part of this team right now, and we're going to try to win it with the guys we have here. See, the problem, though, is you know you know who could use $340 million right about now? is Peter Seidler because he's going to try to extend the best player in baseball in the last 50 years. In Juan Soto. And also, you know, if you're Manny Machado and you don't know Juan Soto is going to be here past 2024 and you have no clue what Fernando Tatis Jr.'s future looks like because he's never been on the field with you at the same time, is that a factor in your decision coming up at the end of 2023? It's at least something to ponder. Uh, Jared says, let's win it without Tatis and extend Soto. You know, I'd love to see him win it without Tatis. I I think that also changes Tatis' legacy for forever as well if he's not even on the team that wins yeah. the World Series and brings a championship to this city. Do you think, you know, and I know he has, I'm, I'm just speculating here. And you talked about it. Like if the relationship's this broken in year two of a 14 year deal, how the, how the hell are you going to repair that? Do you no think, in, do you think in the off season, they go to, they go to Tatis and like, look, dude, we can't do this anymore. And we don't want you here. So pick a team you want to go to. And we'll try to get it done. No, I don't. No, okay. I don't. Uh, you know, and the reason I say that when you have a full no trade clause, and now you're trying to trade a player when he's not at max value, who's owed a fortune of money, 
I find it challenging. But not a not a 100% chance of no, right? So the player's going to waive his no trade clause. The a team, I mean, here's the other thing, Jim. Not every team in baseball is trading for a player owed 335 and giving up players to do that. And he's played 237 games in 5 years or 4 years. Like you he's said it not that you, you, he's not that guaranteed I, bet. But also you said today, and I agree with you, like how yeah, many teams be in baseball with, how many teams in baseball take Tatis right now? Well, I, you know, I, I think it's a fair point, but I don't know if it's as many as it was a day ago. But if you just if you're trying to read between the lines here and you hear all the quotes from you see all the quotes from Preller about trust and it's broken and mm-hmm. the disappointment and just all of that combined, yeah. you know. We haven't even heard from Seidler yet. Like the, the go statement, rebuild your system. The, I mean, you could do it. You could try, but you know, we like that statement the Padres released today. It didn't say if it was from Seidler or anybody. It just said team statement. Mm-hmm. You know, and the translation was we're pissed, but we haven't heard from Seidler yet. So, is it out of the realm of possibility that the team doesn't go to Tatis in the offseason with everything that's happened and said, "Look, we're not doing this anymore." I know you have a no trade clause, but um, pick a team. Where do you want to go? We don't want you here. I don't know. I, I need to think more on it than what's happened today. Um, I don't find co- it. You're, I'm not saying it's a, it's a zero. I, I would think it would be unlikely they'd be trading a player during a suspension as well. The player would be going to a new team and starting his career on that or, PD list. Or this is a situation where like, um, one more strike, you're gone. Yeah, it, it might be that. It, it may be that. I mean, literally two more strikes, Jim, and he's gone for baseball from baseball for forever. If it's but steroid it's, related, not 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 even just a, a steroid thing, just anything, right. right? Yeah, being reckless out, you know, um, on your own time. Like I, dude, I saw a video of Tati on Instagram of Tatis, and I don't know oh, when yeah, it when was flying down the highway, but he was literally flying down the highway in his like driving a, a i don't know a jeep or something yeah like it's like his head out the window his hands off the wheel out yeah. the window driving like 100 miles an hour maybe here's what i want to see from tatis and we'll get to these supers i i just want to see tomorrow if i'm fernando tatis jr what i'm doing tomorrow is i'm starting my wrist rehab and i'm shoulder everything and, and I, i'm thinking shoulder i'm get, i'm allowing the padres doctors to provide once again their opinions on my shoulder and i will follow the advice of those that are employed by the padres that's what i'm doing and I'm spending the next nine months doing everything in my power to help this team win when I'm back in the field. That's what I'm doing. No more excuses. No more woe is me. You know what? Everyone is going to be against you. It's you against the world. So go get yourself ready. Because here's one thing I did say today. When he returned six days from now, he was not going to be 100% healthy. Let's be honest. In May of 2023, he will be. Uh, assuming he takes care of his body over the next nine months and puts him in a position to be fully healthy. So go get yourself ready to play in 2023 because they're going to need you in 2023 with Soto and Machado, in my opinion. Um, all right, Patman0074. I see a lot of people in the chat. Are we overreacting? What, what's going on? Why? Who's saying? How many? Is everyone saying we're overreacting? I, I see a lot of people saying you guys are overreacting. Like, overreact? What are we? We're not overreacting. We're going through every scenario possible that could happen. 
Oh, is I'm he not saying, what, overreacting you saying trade him? No, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying trade him. I'm just saying do you think that there's a possibility. <laughs> no, I'm, and I'm not saying broached. it's an overreaction. No. I'm, I um, definitely am not saying they need to trade him. I'm just saying uh, that. Is, it, is there a chance greater than zero, you're saying? Right. Is there a chance that you could, that Preller could, you know, potentially try to move Tatis, you know, just because of the trust thing. Like, well, let me I don't know. The risk reward, risk reward. Like, do you want Soto Machado Tatis? You know what I mean? For a couple of years. Like, do you think right. if you're Preller, you can keep that, that core healthy and make a run with that core for two years? Like is, is the upside there worth the risk of Fernando Tatis Jr.? Probably. Yeah. That's my guess. Um, all right. So Patman says there was a guy who played for Boston. I think he just got into the hall of fame this year. You're talking about Ortiz. His legacy isn't of, of a, his positive test. That's because he never tested positive. It's of his right. play. Show me the test that David Ortiz tested positive. First of all, they weren't doing tests till 2004. I want to say there was an allegation in 2003 against David Ortiz. He never tested positive. Did he? He never tested positive. No. Nope. It just was weird how he went from the Twins and he was like an average player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Red don't Sox. get me wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there, there's no. some guys in the Hall of Fame that have some interesting past. Don't get me wrong. But nobody that's been popped under the Pudge drug Rodriguez. policy is in. Right. And he's not in. Mike, Mike Piazza. <laughs> right. No, you're right. Uh, thank you, uh, Patman, for the super. Justin, thank you for the super. He says, this is why Soto has to be re-signed at all costs. But, like, isn't part of your equation, if you're Peter Seidler, and in investing all this money that – it pays off. I'm just using like he's throwing 340 to Tatis. I wonder where that enters the equation. Like you're never getting that back. Does he feel like he's been? I just don't know how you do it. 340 for Tatis, 300 Machado, 600 for Soto. I'd love to see it happen. I hope it happens. Um, but it's not happening now, Jim. They're not resigning Soto until you know 2024 at the earliest. And I don't even know I, who who knows if they can do that right now. I hope they can do it. Mm-hmm. Peter Seiler was quoted by Scott Miller in the New York Times saying it's priority number one, essentially, other than winning. So I, I hope you're right, Justin. I hope they can yeah. resign him. I really do. Yeah, AC just tweeted, you know, yeah. he's obviously there. And he goes, the Padres' public reactions ran gamut from forgiving to it is what it is to pretty angry at Fernando Tatis Jr. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of, like, a lot of emotions going on in that clubhouse right now. And it's not all one, it's not a one voice. It's a lot of this, a lot of that, and a lot of this. And, you know, from the main guys on the team, those are the people I go to first. And some of them like Musgrove and Clevenger, they're not very happy. I mean, yeah, I think and Machado. Machado, Machado wasn't exactly like, Hey, this guy's great. Has anyone said like, listen, I love this player. He's young. He made a mistake. Can he's he's going to help like, this team. Yeah, there's not a lot of hey man, he made a mistake and we we stand by Tatis and it sucks that what happened what happened. What's but, it say about his character in the clubhouse? What type of what type of player is he? What type of leader is he? Now he's an leader, amazing player. Leader. I mean, it just it just go right back to go back to St. Louis last year and, and the dugout with Manny and Tatis. I mean, all it kind of all is now like not making sense, but like it's kind of making sense. Hey, if you're here tonight, please subscribe. If you're a Padres fan, we have year-round content. Um, Please consider hitting that join button down below to become a member. You get custom emojis and badges, members-only content. I see a member just rolled in, so thank you for that. Uh, If you want to make sure we get your comment, you can hit that dollar sign down below in the chat. We'll get to all the supers here tonight. Please smash the like button for us and follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. So our buddy Pat, man, thank you again for the super. He says, also, Tatis will be back in 2023. 
and all the people burning his jersey today will be his biggest fan on game 43 of next year. Still my favorite player. He's actually, he won't miss more than, it'll be game 33. He'll only miss 32 games. That's the most he could miss in 2020. Batman, I agree with you. I said, I think maybe Jim popped out for those five minutes. I said the same thing. When Tatis homers for the first, I mean, Tatis is going to be revered in the city if he produces, even if he's vilified elsewhere. He's going to be beloved in the city ultimately if he produces. Nobody's saying Tatis is getting booed when he homers in San Diego. People are just saying it's disappointing what has happened over the last 12 months. But there will definitely be a good amount of fans. And honestly, that's their right. I I am not going to argue with anybody or tell anybody how they should feel in this situation. If you can't forgive Tatis, I understand. If you can forgive Tatis, I understand. You think there's people at Petco Park that won't forgive Tatis, that won't cheer when when he hits? Um, I don't. I think they'll cheer. I think they'll cheer, but I do think there will be some that will be like, yeah, like, like, oh, good job, you know. But like, I still think that the love from this fan base has will never be the same. Never. Well, uh, the one caveat is probably a title, right? Unless he leads his team to a title and yeah. he does amazing. Um, but even then, it's still you're still going to get destroyed for it from everybody else. He will never be fan bases. He'll never be universally loved like he was ever again. Twelve hours ago. Twelve hours ago, <laughs> Fernando Tatis Jr. was a lot of other teams' favorite players. Like, think about that. A lot of other fans of other teams, their favorite player was Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, you see his jersey everywhere, and that's gone. I, I don't think it's fully gone, but it took a, a portion major, of the term major hit today for sure it did um i want to get to omar sanchez at edge home finance he is one of our longtime partners here on the wrap-up show if you have any home needs mortgage needs you got to get in contact with omar sanchez he is at edge home finance he is a san diegan he is a lifelong padres fan he went to san diego state as well uh again if you're a padres fan and you have mortgage needs you got to go with omar sanchez at edge home finance and here's the deal Text him literally right now. He's available to you. 619-387-7798. That's 619-387-7798. Or you can scan the QR code on the screen right now. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. If you're looking to get into your dream home or refinance, he can help you. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and you want a second opinion to make sure you get the best deal, just call or text Omar. You're going to get a free consultation. If you're looking for referral partners and you want to expand your book of business, Reach out to Omar. I'm talking about immigration attorneys, divorce attorneys, insurance agents, CPAs, realtors. Omar wants to help you grow your business as well. You see the QR code and the phone number on the screen. If you have mortgage needs, please get in contact with Omar Sanchez. Yeah, we scan the QR code. Top of the screen there. Take you to the website, edgehomefinance.com. But the best way to reach him is this phone number, 619-387-7798. I'm sure Omar's feeling it tonight, but text him, say, it's going to be okay, I think. Yeah, I like that. It's going to be okay. It's Hopefully. You know what? The season's not over. And Padres right. win tonight. They go two up on that final wild card. Um, they still have – I mean, look at the way they've played offensively the last three games. It's a legit lineup even without Fernando Tatis Jr. They've had crooked inning after crooked inning, including an eight-run inning here tonight. So there's value there. The wins matter, especially this time of year. And they got to take care of business on field. We'll see if they're able to avoid this distraction – moving forward or not. Robert, thank you for the super sticker. Very kind. We appreciate 
the super chats and the super stickers that have rolled in here this evening. Again, John and Jim with you. We know we haven't touched on the game, and we really won't. They win 10-5. Great. Like Jim said earlier, Clevenger did get through five despite loading the bases in the first inning. Padres were scoreless until the fifth. Machado, another huge game. Soto, a big night. Grisham, which is very important. Uh, by the way, Grisham and Kim, positions that Tatis could have played. Kim's been great for six, seven weeks. Grisham has been up and down, but maybe Grisham could grab the bull by the horns and, you know, just play better center field than he's played the first three or four months of the season. And hopefully those two players step up and you don't really miss Fernando Tatis Jr. as much as you presumably are going to miss him here down the stretch. I saw Darnay tweet, Darnay trip, buddy at NBC7. He said, um, this is from Clevenger, more quotes from Clevenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we really don't need anybody else. We've got everyone we need right here. Hmm. I mean, what's it going to be like in spring training 2023? Hey man. What's up, bro? It's, it's going to be so weird. So weird, dude. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you, I don't know how you come back from this. I, that, that's, that, that's the question. They don't pay me to figure that out, but someone's no. got to figure that out eventually yep. yeah. over the next ha- handful of months. Yeah. It's uh, not good, bro. Solo Dolo, thank you for the super. Says they should be able to test trace amount of, Dude, I, of I, this draw. I mean, I assume whatever. I mean, he tested positive, right? Yeah. I have. I mean, I have no clue. I will not speculate on anything about. And he got popped for a steroid that was that's uh, basically testosterone. That's that's what happened. Yeah, because anabolic steroids are used for like building mass. Yeah, and um, and you know. and by the way, he's built some mass over the last twelve months. I don't know if and, that's a coincidence or not. Now, twenty-three-year-old males go through that, and the guy's a gifted athlete, so that yeah. made sense. We never, no one ever thought anything about this. I was never, oh wow, look, Tatis is big; he's taking steroids. No, no one ever would ever say that. No, but he has put on weight, he has put on muscle mass, and he's also now tested positive. Yeah, and you read something today from that uh, Dr. Chow retweeted. Yeah, it was like this specific thing is something that could could hurt bone growth and Correct. healing. Healing, yeah. And we were all wondering, like, why is this taking so long? Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying that's like a, a reason for it. No, but, there's no guarantee. Yeah, I mean, it's just something that you got to kind of question because, like, hmm, it's interesting. But again, at the end of the day. He has broken a lot of trust of a lot of people. It's and, more about the trust than testing yeah, positive, honestly. Yeah, like, if this was his first instance of wrongdoing in the organization and took accountability, we'd all be heartbroken, but we'd say, okay, first time he yeah. took accountability, hopefully lesson learned. Yes, it's changed the course of his career and how he's going to be seen around baseball, but it's overcomable. And you'd see the reaction of his teammates, I think, be different in my opinion, but this isn't the first instance, unfortunately. No. No, uh, Ronald says, does this get us below the CBT? No, no, nope. no. There's a cost savings for actually for, for Peter Seiler, about $2.5 million over yeah. the next 80 games. He'd prefer to pay the 2.5. I promise you that. And, and, and here's another thing too. Like you got to put a lot of blame on the people around him, you know, like, yeah, I he, just don't know who, who, do we know who that is? I mean, I, I don't know enough about that. Well, like his, you're saying like his, like his inner circle. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be, yeah. and it, it goes even goes back to the motorcycle incident. It goes back to not getting surgery. 
and then it goes to this. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to have you need to hold people accountable around you, and you need to have a good good group around you to help you with these situations and make sure that you, um, I don't know, get the surgery on your shoulder. Um, you're not doing anything reckless in the off season. Um, you're not trying to h- cover things up. You're not trying to hide injuries, um, that were eventually going to come out. Um, and you're also knowing what you're putting in your body. You got to um, that's like, that's the number one rule in sports, like in professional sports. The number one rule is know what you put in your body. And if you don't know, you ask and you make sure that it doesn't come up in a situation like this. We're going to get to, by the way, we're behind on some supers. So if you've put some supers in within the last three minutes, we're going to get to let's We're going to run through them right now. Um, I know our buddy Christopher Wright is in the chat. Um, Our apologies for not getting to them until right now. So Alex says this. Alex, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for the super. He says, you see them go after short stops during the offseason. I mean, they got a shortstop that's performing. I mean, guy's a three-war player right now, still with 50 games to play. I mean, he could be like a four-and-a-half, five-war player this year. I mean, a veteran shortstop or just an additional bench piece? Yeah, maybe. But um, at some point, you got to trust your $340 million player to play a little bit if he's still here. Um, I was worried about this going into the trade deadline. I said that going into the deadline. If Kim's not hitting, can you trust Tatis? But um kim is hitting which is good news christopher sorry about that so if you guys if we've missed a super jim you know me i mean sometimes with my i'm system over here i can miss one or two sorry uh, if we've missed a super let us know and we'll try to go back and find it so our apologies if we have um christopher says almost in tears because i lost respect for a man i used to admire jim with manny talk just kidding <laughs> yes nando Christopher, a lot of people feel that way, man. I mean, would you, I, Fernando Tatis Jr., to, I, I don't get starstruck very often as someone that's worked in sports for 20 years, and I don't fan out on many players. Fernando Tatis Jr., for me, is more must-watch. I'm being honest when I say this. I would rather watch a Fernando Tatis Jr. plate appearance than Juan Soto because he does crazy things. He just he's, he's up there swinging and hacking and diving and jumping and sliding and running. He's a special player to watch. He really is. I was enamored by this player. And I probably still will be when he returns because he's that special of an individual on field. But have has it changed my feelings on Fernando Tatis Jr. over the last half year? Yeah, no question. They've absolutely changed. And, and to Christopher's point there, like diehard Padres fans tonight probably not only are so let down by this, but you got to think they're, that, you know, some embarrassment kind of rolls in. Like I rooted so hard for this guy and he let me down so hard. There's, it's hard to, to not lose respect for a guy like that. And he was, he was the face dude. He like, he wasn't just a great player. He was everything that you want your superstar athlete, the guy you root for to be exciting, fun, good looking, energetic. He's, he's in all the endorsement deals. He's all, his face is everywhere. He's he's always smiling, um, you know. He's number twenty three. Like he's yeah. just cool. Like he's just mm-hmm. super cool. He cool. He's, like, he's, he's, he's super cool. cool, and he still is. <laughs> and then this happens, and it's like, man, am I like? How can I root for that? And if I do root for that, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, you know, reamed for it because there's gonna be a lot of people out there that are gonna looking at looking at this like you root for that guy. And there's a lot of people that do, are gonna. Yeah, but it's it is there's there's both yeah. sides though, John. It's not just one I don't think other. it's San Diego. I don't think it's San Diego. There's going to be a lot of people vilifying you for rooting for Fernando Tatis Jr. when he's on field. 
You sure? I mean, did that happen in San Francisco with Barry Bonds? Um, Barry Bonds, and that was way positive. more egregious. That was a way more egregious example. You know, Bond, I mean, but here's the thing, though. Like with Bonds, everyone hated him, except for the except Giants in fans. San Francisco. And the biggest reason was he was always on the field, and he didn't. He he always performed and always posted and he never got caught with steroids yeah. even though he he admitted that he took some steroids he never right. well they weren't ever, testing until 2004 right, right but the thing is he never this never happened to bonds where he got suspended because he took steroids right so because this, this it was a, prior to that i know i know john you know? but but the thing is like it's i think it just hits different when all of a sudden you say i got suspended and i got caught cheating I think it's different. I think he'll have a safe haven in San Diego if he produces. That's you're probably right. Yeah, that, that's how I feel. Um, the it, professional. It'll take some time. It it'll might take, take some time, time. It, and he's got to produce. Uh, the professional. Thank you, the professional. Uh, any blame on the Padres for not keeping a closer eye on Tatis? I did say today on the radio. I feel as if they have rolled out the red carpet for this player. And he's just taking, you know, you give an inch, you take some a foot or whatever. I mean, at this point, it's going to have to be more like get in line, get in order. There's going to have to be a closer eye. But when it comes to something like a topical cream that can be used as an anti, whatever the hell it's called, anabolic steroid, I don't know if I can really hold the organization at all accountable. You can't, you can't be around these players 24 hours a day. Plus, there was also that lockout for, you know, 100 days or so this offseason. Right, and the thing with the lockout is they couldn't reach him. You know, they couldn't talk to him. Right, that's the other thing. So yeah, good point. That's, that's that's it's not the Padres' fault that that happened. It's just circumstances. Um, and then Tatis came out publicly for for media in the Dominican Republic and said that you know no, everything's fine, nothing happened, and this is all blown out of proportion. Remember that day? It was like I this do. is weird. And, and then we felt like, good. They were like, ah, oh, he's okay. I was so right. thankful. He's like, I'm like, he's like nothing. He's like nothing happened. I'm fine. Right. I believed him. I believed, believed him. him in that moment. Yeah, and that I and saw then, all of his Instagram pictures. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm in a lake. I'm I'm hiking. All right, looks good. And then you get into the season. First day. Oh shit! Your your wrist was broken. Oh, well, do what you the remember f- the picture of his wrist when he's wearing a brace? Yeah. There have yeah. been a lot of signs. If you if you tie it all together. Yeah, and then all the misleading statements he's made over the last year. There's a lot. And then which goes, accident, right? Which accident, which accident I got reamed for that, you know, like, come but, on. But in retrospect, you were right. He's not a trustworthy individual or hasn't been to this point. Maybe he's not with no. the media. Maybe he is behind the scenes, but he's not public facing, always trustworthy. And then it goes right into the season after he got surgery. Apparently, because he said it, he was taking swings right after his surgery. <laughs> right, and, and then, then remember, remember the other day or a month ago there's no trainers there they didn't know he was swinging yeah so yeah this is going to make the organization um definitely buckle down and and he's under constant watch 24 7 um but still at the end of the day this is on tatis for being as immature as he is and for doing the things that he did um it starts with him and it ends with him Honestly, the team, you can only ask the team to do so much. And these guys are adults. Okay. These are guys who are professional athletes. And if the, you're, if you're saying the team has to baby this guy as much as they, they, 
as much as you want them to, to make sure that he doesn't fuck up again, then that's that's more on Tatis and his new organization. Solo Dolo, thank you for the super. He says, show us the cream. <laughs> I remember the whole b- b- cream clear conversation that went on 25 years ago. I don't know enough about it. I mean, the, st- the steroid uses, some of it's topical, some of it is pills, some of it is shot. I mean, I have right. no clue what's going on. I think by and large, it's been taken out of the game. I'm led to believe that. Because when guys use, they're getting popped. I mean, 80 games, a lot of games. It's a lot of money for a lot of people. I, I do not understand the motivation to do it. That's the other thing. I just don't get it. You sign the $340 million deal, dude, you're good. You don't need it. You just don't need it. No. Um, JD's third, thank you for the super. He says, uh, look at this, Jim. He says, AJ knew about Tatis for a while. AJ has been suspended several times for shady stuff. He went all in on Soto and kept Tatis away. Been using a while, but but he didn't really keep him away. I mean, he was just rehabbing in, in double A. I mean, Bob Melvin was quoted this morning on the flagship radio station, the Padres, saying that he'll be likely back as soon as next Thursday. It's all just guys lies. Listen. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they really knew. No, no, stop it. There's nothing here. There's stop trying to make some stop trying to make something something. It's not. Preller didn't know. The team didn't know. They found out today. End of discussion. End of discussion. That's how it works. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, I I know you know this. I worked in the minor leagues. I literally was part of the process when they instituted the testing in 2004 in the minor leagues. I remember watching the process, not watching guys pee. <laughs> but the collectors and I mean, this thing was like a, this was a buttoned up program. Okay. So collecting samples to getting them off to labs to then receiving results. This was 20 years ago. I mean, this was completely independent of the teams. It's been collectively bargained by the owners and the players. There, guys, there's no, I, I, I mean, the players are in on it just like the teams are in on it. It's been collectively bargained. I see in the chat. That's how it works. W- were you there? For, guys, listen, as John just said, the collective bargaining agreement, that. yeah, it's it's There's, a separate issue. It's a set, separate entity from the teams, okay? The teams are not the ones that issue these drug tests. No, these third parties come in and do it. Right. So you guys can argue all you want, but that's the truth, and that's what happened. And when A.J. Preller said that the first time. Because, oh, yeah. You know, when, when, yeah. when A.J. Preller said Tatis. the first time he found out today was today. That's what happened. So that, do whatever you want, but you're wrong. So whatever. Uh, Alex says, my dad, who's a Tatis guy, said he's moved on to Soto. I think there's a lot of people like that. Oh, I think the packing order's changing in San Diego. Don't get me wrong. Packing order's changing. No doubt. Uh, I, yeah. I think that's most people. I mean, who, who likes Tatis more than Soto today? Not a lot of Padres fans. Could that change next year? If he hits 40 home runs? Maybe. Well, the, hey, the, the biggest fan favorites on this team is Manny. Musgrove, Soto. Soto. Yep. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Alex. Uh, thank you, Christopher, again for the super and your membership. He says, as much as this hurts, move on and keep winning. 30 runs in three games. 30 runs. They didn't score for 26 innings. Yeah. And, and it's like the notice, like, um, you buy a lottery ticket and you're like, damn it, I lost a, I lost a million dollars. Well, you can't lose what you never had. Mm-hmm. You know, so they never had him this year. They're not going to have him this year. And to to Manny's point, what he said is like, we've gotten here without him and we're going to continue to do what we're doing without him. And nothing changes on the field. 
if anything, like you made a point today, John, if anything, this might galvanize the team and bring them closer. Like it could, it could. and they're, pl- they're, and they're starting to play really good baseball. And you'd hope that the next six games they play against the nationals yep. are all like tonight where they just beat the shit out of them. It'd be nice. And now you start rolling and you get chemistry here. I mean, Brandon Drury had an amazing night. Another Juan home Soto, run. Juan yep. Soto continues to hit. Uh, Manny's remains hot. Uh, you know, fucking this, this team right now, the guys that are brought in here are performing. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have Tatis. You don't. You're and you're not going to have. You still don't. Year. You still <laughs> exactly. don't. So nothing's nothing has changed on the field. Nothing. It's just the fact that we won't see Tatis this year. Where the pot where that dream of having all these guys together is going to have to wait until next season, depending on what happens. And you're not going to put him with this team that I think has a really good shot to win a World Series this year. Yeah, it's just disappointing. It just it sucks. Honestly, it just sucks. Yeah. Uh, Six one I camp. Thank you for the super. Greatly appreciated. Very generous. Thank you for doing that camp. Thank you for your viewership. Uh, thank you guys for subscribing. Just hit that subscribe button down below. He says, how does the son of a major leaguer F up this bad? He was my son's favorite player. And what do I tell a five-year-old? I'm with you, man. I got a three-and-a-half-year-old. Uh, maybe this bonds the team, and let's win a World Series without him. Hashtag SD curse. I mean, that would be a thing of beauty. I mean, th- this season is a book. I mean, if you look at what Scott Miller's written for the New York Times this year on this organization, what's he going to write tomorrow <laughs> in the New York Times about that? I mean, the New York Times has written more on the San Diego Padres in the last year than they've ever written on the franchise, ever, in the publication. So your point is valid. They can, Here's as, as ridiculous as it sounds, Jim, they can do this. <laughs> they got to get in. They got to be playing good baseball. They need the starting pitching to carry the way. They have Juan effing Soto and Manny Machado. The Dodgers, no question, is a huge hurdle. I, I agree. It's a huge hurdle. But you don't know if you're going to match up against them or not. And even if you do, it's not to say it's impossible. It's just hard. Right. The the Tatis never guaranteed you the World Series. Soto no. never guarantees you a World Series. Yep. Gave you a better it gave you a better chance. It gave you um more room for error. Like it gave you a better lineup. It, you know, strengthened everything. But with what they have now, like you said. Who says they can't win it? I, I think I think even without Tatis, t- you're, they're still going to get picked to go pretty far if they remain healthy because they got mm-hmm. the pitching staff. Uh, Preller traded for Hater. I think I think the Hater stuff is interesting, but I do think that's the the Giants are a little bit of kryptonite for him. Take away you take away the outings versus the Giants this year, his ERA is still like in the twos. So think about that. Um, they got the pitching, they got the offense now. Drury, Bell, Soto, Manny. Profar, Cronenworth. Yeah, that's a good fucking lineup. It is. No, it's a, it's a very good lineup. And it's a very good pitching staff. It really is. And if they catch lightning in a bottle, if they stay healthy, they can make noise in the postseason. We're going to get back to the Supers in a moment. I do want to remind our viewers about our great partner, Aura, ORA.organic. If you're looking to get healthier this year, we're talking about plant-based supplements, plant-based supplements, uh, what you should be putting in your body, whether it's probiotics, which I take every single day for digestion and heart health and mental clarity, or proteins for after workouts or pre-workout supplements or omega-3 oils or immunity pills or sleep pills, Aura is where you turn. Will, their co-founders of San Diego, and they have offices in Liberty Station. It's ORA.organic. Easy to get to. Link down below if you click show more. ORA.organic. 30% off your first order. Just click build your routine down below. 30% off your first order. 
Great company with their co-founder, a San Diegan, who's a huge Padres fan. Uh, again, if you're looking to get healthier this year, yourself, your spouse, your family, your friends, please consider our friends at Aura, the website, ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now. Build your routine. You'll get 30% off your first order. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, pre-workouts, uh, cleanest on the market. They taste delicious. Raspberry lemonade flavor, oh, perfect. Mm, chef's kiss. Yeah, chef's kiss. Vanilla protein shakes, powders, excuse me. Uh, probiotics, fish oil pills, they have it all. Go check it out right now. Build your routine, 30% off your first order. You'll thank us later. Thank you, Aura and Will. Let's get back to the Supers. Matthew, thank you. He says, what can you do if he has a no-trade clause as a business owner? I'd rather invest with Soto. This is an interesting question and dynamic. If you had only a certain amount of money and you're looking to invest it, where would you invest it? I think a lot of people would say in Soto. Um you know, the no trade clause is pretty significant because <laughs> the player controls all the cards, obviously, in that. Like, think about this. Trevor Bauer is still being paid by the Dodgers. Is that right, by the way? He hasn't been in violation or anything of the agreement, but the he's con- been suspended. So isn't he not paying? They're not paying during the suspension, are they? I don't think it's a voided contract of yet. But he's been suspended by Major League Baseball. So t- I think I would assume he's not being paid during the suspension. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they paid him. I mean, they're supposed to pay him $40 million a year, maybe. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what there is. I don't know what they could do. I don't know if there's wording in the contract that they could void it. If something like this happened, which I don't think there might, I don't think there's anything in there. I, I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. Uh, thank you, Jared. Jared, follow up on this super, because I'm curious. What are you reacting to? He says you're all uh, overreacting. Hello. He's reacting, too, to, but damn. he's reacting to the chat. Okay. Not, okay. Not us. Okay. Yeah. Jared, thank you, though, for the super. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being a mod here tonight as well. Back to Matthew. Uh, thank you for the super. Thank you guys for the super. It's a great way to support this channel. Click that dollar sign down below in the chat. He says, this is Hosmer's fault, LOL. Sadly, we can't blame this son, Eric Hosmer. Nope. The only person you blame here is Tatis. I can't put any blame on anybody else. <coughs> yep. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, let me yeah. get back to Jared here. It says, uh, I'm talking about the chat, guys. <laughs> okay, that's, that's what we thought. That's what we thought. Thank you so much, Jared. All right, more Supers are rolling in. Again, Padres do win tonight. Um, 10-5 in D.C. against the Nationals. John and Jim with you on the wrap-up show. Um, hold on, I'm just scrolling down, Jim. Man, there's a lot of comments tonight. This might be the most viewers we've ever had on the wrap-up show, even more than when they acquired Juan Soto. I'm not sure. Um, 600 yeah. tonight at one point. Um, all right, so Franz saying this. Franz, thank you for the super. Thank you guys for hanging out. He says, uh, Tatis' situation sucks, but some positives. Drew Pomerantz has now completed his second rehab, and the team won. Yeah, Pomerantz is absolutely important. You're right. If they can get him healthy, he is important. The team winning is impactful. Um, we talked about that today. Yeah. Like, if he, if he can give you – I don't know, 15, 20, 15 yep. to 20 innings this year, like dominant baseball, and you pick and choose and you put him in the high leverage situations instead of like when they're up nine to two in a random Wednesday night game versus the Marlins, like that could be very impactful for this team. Yeah, but that's a good way to look at it, friends. I mean, there are some things that are going to be important for this team other than the negative of Tatis right now. And there's some things that are going to need to break their way, like the health of this team, like some of these players on rehab including Drew Pomerantz. Thank you, Crazy Raider Rad, for becoming a member. We're going to add new emojis at some point this weekend. I have a couple of new ones that we can yes. add in, including Manny Effin Machado. 
that is coming to members uh, on the next wrap-up show. So please become a member by clicking that join button down below. Um, Jim, I'm trying to get through these. There's so many comments. Hold on. Stay with me. All right, this from JD's third. It says, uh, why is this organization so dysfunctional? I, I don't put this on the organization. I give the organization a lot of credit for investing the way they are right now. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. This is a crazy time to cover the San Diego Padres. I mean, this year has been wild. Dude, I give the organization, and again, Preller a lot of credit for his comments today. Mm-hmm. That did not hold back. And they're very damning comments towards a player of Tatis' stature. They really are. You know, they speak to Tatis' immaturity. They speak to a level that you can't trust this guy. And they speak to a level of um, he's lied to us once. So who says he ha- he's not going to lie to us again? And he hasn't lied to here. You know, like this, that, those three things there that, that Preller conveyed today in his statements, very damning from the team. Very damning. Oh, yeah. And very telling. Very telling. <laughs> like, Absol- again, maybe absolutely. that's telling the, f- and maybe that's telling the future. Like, w- what is this? What is what he's saying now mean for the future? And I can't necessarily connect the dots right now, but it's yeah. got to at least mean something. And what is Peter it's, Seidler uh, thinking yeah. about this as well? Um, let me get to this from Beto. Thank you, Beto. He says, after the season, Tatis will have missed 270 games. By the way, that doesn't include the suspension heading into next year which would push him over 300 and have played 279. That's with postseason. He says, wow, 50%. The truth is he's going to miss more than 50% of his career games by the time he returns in 2023 because of the 32 games that he'll start the year with. It's just, I mean, it's... When that tweet came down, Jim, I mean, I was like... Dude, I didn't know what... Like, you said, oh, my God, oh, my God, breaking news. I know, I didn't even say what it was. uh, You didn't say what it was. And I I saw it, I was like... I, I honestly, I almost cussed. Like, literally, this today was yeah, you almost the close. This is the today was the closest I've ever been to. You got to be fucking kidding me. I was very close. Like, I, I, I was, it was coming out of my mouth. I almost, I almost said that I almost said fuck multiple times today on the show. You know, our producer today, Brent, right, told us that he thought we got more calls today on the radio than we got when the Chargers moved to LA. That's what, yeah. that's according. That's what Brent said. And Brent's been here forever yep. through all of He's it. He's been here through the move, and I mean, it was crazy. I, it really was. And and honest and honestly, John, like Chargers for me, is still number one. That day was in, just an insane roller coaster. I was sure. here for it. It's a fuck. It was a fucking shit show. I've mm-hmm. never experienced anything like it. That's a shit show. Yeah. This is number this two. Is, this is number two. What about me. Soto? We were just saying Soto the other day. So, the Soto's, Soto's number three. Well, in terms of positive moments, Soto's number one for me and you, like in the last yeah, decade. Yeah. The last week. Uh, but in the neg- <laughs> in the negatives, there's Think a, about yeah, this, dude. Chargers. And- the last nine days or 10 days, we've had the, for us personally, the biggest, the best biggest story and the worst biggest story in the history in of week. San Diego sports. In a week. A week and a half. The fuck? Uh, Alex, thank you for the super. He says, no matter what his career will be, uh, he will always have an asterisk. Yeah, yep. probably true for some people. Some people won't say that. You know, if he wins a couple of titles in San Diego, San Diegans won't feel that way, probably. That's my guess. But yeah, you're right. Are they going to say that in Los Angeles? Yeah, they will. They yep. will. Yep. They absolutely will. We're going to have to live with that. And there's, you know, there's worse things than that. You know, we'll see. 
Uh, let me get to this from Jake, who says, John, I respect your opinion. I really do. But I took his hat off my dash and his jersey out of my closet. I put them both in the trash or in a box. I refuse to root for a cheater. I don't blame you, Jake. I don't. And I, I do agree with Jim's sentiment that some people will judge Tatis because of what he has done. I do completely understand that. I ultimately believe that once he's back on field and producing, that most will come around. But I do. I agree with that. That makes sense. It's reasonable. I mean, remember, they burned LeBron's jersey in Cleveland, and then they celebrated his championship. Yeah. Okay? But, and now I know it's not steroid-related, but the, when LeBron left Cleveland, it was one of the biggest sports stories of the last quarter century. Mm-hmm. He came back. He delivered. There were some very hurt feelings in those moments. Different, different, but there's some similar reactions in the moment. Yeah. So the, the whole book hasn't been written on Fernando Tatis Jr. Not to say it gets better. There's no guarantee yeah. it gets better, but it could. It could. You know how many people root for professional athletes that uh, have been involved in domestic abuse? Yeah, to Sean Watt. I mean, there's a zillion examples. Uh, Mike Vick, know, come on. You know, dogs, uh, mm-hmm. beating, you know, hitting women, yeah. women. Uh, yep. You know, there have been steroids cheating is is bad, but you but know, it's not. It's not domestic it's not, abuse. Not domestic abuse. It's not no, those type no. of things. And they and those players still get cheered. So to your point, John, you're right. Yep. Like, this is a bad look for Tatis, but by no means did Tatis. Um, he's not battering women. He's do, not some, a, do something to somebody, yeah. like, like yeah. physically to good someone point. else. He it's a good just, point. He let his team yeah, down. He let his team down, and he let himself down, and he embarrassed himself. But by no means is this a situation that he did something that was like, you need, this guy needs to be locked up in jail. Like No, I Deshaun, think it's a good like, point. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, right. Let's not pretend. That's a great point. That's a great point. It's a it's a selfish decision, I think, from a team perspective, and he let a lot of people down. Yeah. But we cannot equate this to some of the things that we see across sports that have nothing to do with enhancing your on field play. Right. Arguably, I mean, we don't know yeah. if it. I mean, this guy's brilliant yeah. either way. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's the problem uh, with baseball is is steroids in baseball is viewed kind of like yeah. that, and when it yeah. shouldn't be like oh he's all. become so much better because of that. Uh, Jared says, "Can we just talk about how great Drury is making nine? Is he making nine hundred thousand dollars this year? He gonna get paid, John. He's got like oh, he yeah. almost he's got like almost seventy five. Some he had like seventy RBIs this year. He should have two more home run series. He had three with the Padres. He had two that were taken away from him at the wall. He's been in, he has been an incredible pickup. Incredible." Drury jersey in the cart, bro. Yeah, he's been great. He has. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Perez Vega, thank you for the super from Mexico. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel. Just click that dollar sign down below. He says, I will only forget Nando if he has the surgery as soon as possible or forgive. That's an interesting way to look at it. I think I, I said something comparable today. Jim, you've said it as well. I, I would, uh, that would go a little bit of a way for me if he says, you know what? I don't want to do it. I really don't. I don't think I need it. But if the team thinks I need it, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna allow the team to make this decision. So I don't know if it's going to – I'd be surprised if it happened, to be honest. Just rehabbed his wrist for five months. Now he's going to go rehab his shoulder for six. Right. Eh, I don't uh, know. Uh, Is that going to happen? Um. Cam, thank you again for the membership in the Super. He says, Tatis won't be playing a full season until 2024. That's the earliest, by the way. Uh, he says, by the way, you missed my previous Super. Almost 600 in this chat. My bad, Cam. Sorry if we've missed any Supers tonight. Our apologies. This chat has been super crazy, and we appreciate all of your support. Um, that's the earliest he plays a full season, Jim, 2024, as a 25-year-old player. 25-year-old. 
Whew. Uh, it's a, it's crazy to think. I mean, he's he has still to this day played more games and has more at bats in the minor in the minor leagues than he has at the major league level. And he's added to it in the last year because of what he's done in San Antonio or wherever he's playing. Yeah, San Antonio. Yeah. The last four days. And it was so curious that we never saw the missions lineup today. Tatis, yeah. we saw it in the airport, but we didn't know if that was accurate or not. And it was accurate. It was accurate. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I missed as we scroll down here in the chat? Let me get to this from our buddy Chris Brown. And Chris, thank you for this. Um, he says, didn't senior juice as well? Seems to be a thing in the Dominican. I don't I don't know I don't the answer know. to that. I don't know. I no, I'm not gonna go conspiracy theory and be like, oh man. No, just I, because I, Robinson Cano tested positive doesn't mean Fernando Tatis Jr. is testing positive. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's not there's no direct correlation. No. I'm not blaming Robinson Cano's previous PD tests right. on Fernando. That's why Fernando Tatis Jr. took this. I I don't see it that way. Um, Luis, thank you for becoming a member. We appreciate that. Thank you, Luis. Thank thank you, you. Luis. Very kind. It's got to be a better way to go through these. Hold on. It's been tough to keep up with, right, Jim? Yeah, bro. Uh, Jake says, uh, Gwyn was my only other favorite player. Now Tatis has betrayed that trust. I've never liked or rooted for a cheater before and not starting now i don't bl- jake i don't blame you i'm not gonna tell you who to root for how to be a fan i think it's very valid and fair i said today on the radio and i said it tonight on the wrap-up show i think fernando tatis jr is never going to be tony Gwynn in the city i don't see it i mean i guess you could bring two three titles here and m- maybe that maybe maybe it's not even the right word it probably changes things honestly if that happens but i i can't equate tony Gwynn's impact on the city to Fernando Tatis Jr. based on what's transpired here in the first four years of his career. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah, thank you. Jeremiah says, I think he has mental issues that need to be worked out. Are they mental issues or is he a kid? I mean, not that's a bad excuse, yeah. but is he acting like a kid? He has maturity issues that need to be worked out. Mm-hmm. Accountability issues that need to be worked out. Those are the things that have really done it done tatis in here maturity and accountability i don't know about this brandon he says profile training with tatis in the winter looks suspect does it i mean you know it's not guilty by association if jim shoots someone i'm not saying that you would bro but that doesn't make me a you know killer well, you didn't necessarily kill someone. Maybe you shot him in the toe. Why do you have to go to like the freaking worst possible stuff? Like if Jim slaps someone, terrorist? doesn't right? If Jim slaps someone, that doesn't make me a slapper. Just stop. Just move on. <laughs> uh, Michael, thank you. He says, "I see the team coming together." Jim was right on Drury. Great job as always. Radio show was just on fire. Thank you, Michael. At the radio show, we kind of blacked out. I think for a couple hours in there. Um, yeah, I mean, we got over. That, we got, that's probably the most listened show we've ever had, Jim, because I think while the Padres are playing at that same time, nobody's thinking about the on field. They're all looking for reaction. Yeah. yeah, we got over 500 people in here watching us tonight, close to 600. So, yeah, it's been a yeah. crazy day. We've got, crazy day. We're, going, we're going on about six hours of uh, airtime. Oh, amazing. Can you imagine that? Someone working for six hours, Michael? Isn't that amazing? Oh, man. 
and talking. Lot. It's so crazy. It's, it's like roofing. It's like it's like digging ditches. Right. Uh, Br- Bryce says very disappointed. Thank you, Bryce, for the super. He says not sure if I'll ever forgive him for either lying to us or being so incompetent. Really, no third option. Hey, Bryce, I, these feelings are raw, and that's how a lot of people feel. And I don't disagree with anything you're saying. When um. When should he talk publicly? Like, speak. I think it'll be in like an arranged situation, Jim, where it's like a one-on-one with a trusted news reporter, maybe from the Dominican or somebody trust from his time stateside. I'd be surprised if it was in a scrum. I think it'll be somewhat scripted, what questions are asked and what he says. That that would be my speculation. Or maybe we don't hear from him at all. Maybe he just disappears until spring training 2023. That wouldn't shock me either. He Again, doesn't talk to the media a ton. Well, you know, uh, when he talked to the media about his wrist injury, that was a that was somewhat of a controlled thing. This needs to be a you're sitting. I, I honestly think you're sitting down in front of the media and you're going to get it. Sorry, take it, ma'am. Take it, and no questions off the table. Because as the team, you know, we can't. Yeah, why are they answering for you? Right, we can't answer for you. We can't try to hide up something here because this is on you and you have to now repair your image, right? And so, you know, we're not going to tell you you can't say something and you can't th- you can't say this, but you can't say that. This needs to be a, you're going out there. And Tati should want to do that, honestly. Tati mm-hmm. should want to go, look, no hold bars. I'm going to talk to the media. They can ask me anything. Don't tell them they can't ask me anything and don't try to control it. I need to stand up in this situation and answer for my actions and answer to the fan base and answer to the franchise that put so invested so much into me. And I need to start healing these wounds and I need to start gaining trust back of everybody that I let down. That's what he needs to do. I think it's spot on, Jim. I agree. Do you make anything of this, by the way, if you're Grisham or Kim, is this a little bit of a like, Hey, in the short term, these are these are my jobs now. Like Kim knows he's playing short every day. Grisham knows he's he's at least platooning, if not playing center a lot with Myers. Go, you know, grab it. Go grab this opportunity. Well, that's the, they've already done it. Nothing's changed. True. Like this is not going to change. They're just going to continue to play. If anything, the only thing that cha- yeah, that's the only thing that changes is when Tatis gets back, their playing time would have gone down. But now, the way that they've been playing, especially Kim. Um, they're just going to continue to play. That's it. Nothing nothing changed. Um, Hold on, guys. I'm trying to get through this chat to the best of Jim, you're going to have to help me now from, so I'm getting the same thing I had before. From 10, like look around 10. After 10. Oh, my God. Uh, 10.09. Oh, geez. We got to go rapid fire, dude, because... Go okay. fire. Yeah, go. Yeah, but just go to the one after Nick at ten oh nine. Okay, sorry, sorry. Ooh, is a lot. Is a lot. Okay, all right. Here we go. Will, thank you for this generous super chat here. Oh, thank you, Will. That's very kind. Yep, you either die a hero. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. We ride without Tatis. Oh, LFGSD. Is that uh, from a movie, Jim? Yep, it's from Harvey Dent in uh, uh, Batman. 
Dark Knight. Tatis has right. been a little bit of both, right? A hero and a villain in 23 short years. That's pretty crazy. Yep. Um, thank you, Will. Uh, Jared, thank you again. Ironic how yeah. LA is championships as champion the crucifixion of Tatis after they celebrated Manny Wood after his PEDs. Manny Ramirez, right? True. Like this whole, oh, look at the Padres in San Francisco. Well, you had Barry Bonds. Oh, look at the Padres in LA. Yeah. You've had Manny Ramirez. Like, give me a break. Right. All these teams have right. dealt with this at one time or another. It's not about the team. Uh, it's about the individuals. Uh, Alex, Dodgers have no room to clown Bauer to your suspension. Okay. And all these Thank teams you. have had players. Um, 619 Cam, we all need to hear from Tatis and see how he responds. We can all decide from there on how we will view him moving forward. Kind of agree with that. Like a statement mm -hmm. means nothing to me. That's just <laughs> no. written words on a piece of paper or whatever the case may be. You need to talk. You need mm -hmm. to be you need to answer questions. You can't have a controlled statement. Answer the questions. It's gonna have to happen. And I agree. I, and, and I think if it happens, um if, if the soonest is by the first day of spring training next year, that to me also is a massive failure and a massive sign of immaturity. You think there'll be some interest that first day of spring training on Padres camp, if that's the case, the first time we see Just Tatis? A little bit. A little Just bit. a little bit. Uh, thank you, Patman0074. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. I think it's worth saying that he never used this in 2021. He's never cheated in season like the Astros or Bonds did. Uh, interesting. He, yeah, right. He's never been on field. That's, that's yeah. interesting. But this is also a situation where it all stems back to the motorcycle incident where if he hmm. was taking this Maybe. to try to cover that up or take this because he wanted to get back on the field faster, you know, like, yeah, maybe then he never would have used it, but still he used it. And that's where the issue is. Mm -hmm. So end, end of the day, that's what happened. Um, thank you, Brian. Uh, wasn't Hosmer his BFF? <laughs> Isn't Hosmer launching doubles in Boston? <laughs> Hosmer ain't taken. <laughs> no, no. We've no, watched. We've watched. If he was, he, yeah. Um, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. For the super there. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, let's see here. All right. We're all caught up. All right. All, all right, right, guys. We'll be back with you Sunday night. Um, it's been a wild week. Well, two weeks. Uh, hopefully the Padres can win a couple of games in D.C. and then head to Miami on maybe a four or five game winning streak because they've won three straight. We'll see if they can. Continue their winning ways this weekend in D.C. Uh, please, if you're a Padres fan, subscribe for us. It means a lot. If you do that, that's all we ask. Please smash the like button for us. Please follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Please follow our radio show at John and Jim, J-O-N-A-N-D-J-I-M. Also, before we get out of here with everyone in the chat tonight, if you want to become a member, it's a great way to support this channel. I'm talking about custom emojis of me and Jim. You're getting a Manny Effin Machado emoji later this weekend. You get custom badges and members-only content as well. You can click that Join button down below. Also, please subscribe to our podcast, anchor.fm backslash wrap-up show. We thank Higher Impact Financial for their sponsorship of our podcast, higherimpactfinancial.com for your finance needs. And again, anchor.fm backslash wrap-up show if you'd like the audio-only edition of our YouTube wrap-up show. And also, please pick up some merch. Wrap-up show merch is available. There is a link down below for wrap-up show merchandise. Also, support our partners, Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance. They have $750 on your insurance by switching to Mark. There's a link down below. He's our title sponsor. He's a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan, as is the co-founder of Aura Will, ORA.organic, 30% off your first order, plant-based nutritional products. And, of course, our buddy Omar Sanchez as well. 
at Edge Home Finance. Omar Sanchez is your guy. If you have mortgage needs, you can text him right now. 619-387-7798. 619-387-7798. What a day, Jim. Have a good one. We'll see you guys uh, Sunday night. Sunday night. Get some rest. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.